Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It is Mind Change Monday. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, your favorite, hopefully favorite internet brain surgeon here on 21 August 2023. I want to say thanks just for a second. So many folks, so many of you wrote in, uh, left comments, sent emails, uh, even got a few pieces of actual physical mail. Um, remembering that yesterday was the 10th anniversary of us losing our son Mitch we appreciate that and we're just grateful to know that we're connected to this community and I want to just say as a, as a way of encouraging you this community steps up and helps each other if you need something if you need somebody to pray for you hit wleewarnmd.com slash prayer there are people all over the world who will stop what they're doing and they will pray for you and every time they do you'll get a little email that says hey somebody prayed for you and I just I just want to encourage you, if you're not connected to the newsletter, drleewarren.substack.com, there's a worldwide network now, people in 116 countries reading and listening every day, listening, connecting, writing in, praying for each other. We've had several examples of real world things where somebody's in the hospital in a place and somebody from the list goes and visits them. Um, it's just an amazing thing that's come up that God has done in this work, and we're grateful to be part of it with you. Thank you for remembering us yesterday. We remember you too, friend. Um, listen, I got just a short thing. I've got to get to the office uh, pretty early this morning. Um, I'm going to try to get a run in this morning before I do that. So I'm just got a short little example of self-brain surgery in the Bible. I sent this to Lisa in one of our emails last week. I was reading my daily Bible reading and I got to Psalm 73 where Asaph is, is, uh, talking and he does some self-brain surgery here i have a story about asaph in psalm 77 in my new book hope is the first dose and i hope you've read that by the way and if you have read it please leave a review on amazon or somewhere else it'll really help people and we're going to do a book club uh, this coming saturday so i'll send you a link to that soon we're going to do a virtual book club for the paid subscribers for those who have read the book and want to talk about it and that'll hopefully be the beginning of several book club events that we do that you can be part of. But in Psalm 73, Asaph here does a little self-brain surgery, and there's a couple lessons from it I just want to give you real quick to help you change your mind and change your life because that's the way you're going to transform and make a huge difference in the way that the rest of your life plays out. It's all in August. I haven't heard from anybody in a couple of days about how you're going all in, but if you want to let us know, speakpipe.com slash Dr. Lee Warren, speakpipe dot com slash dr lee warren you can leave a voicemail and we'll put you on the show to tell how you're going all in and asaph does it here and there's an important lesson about the self-brain surgery that he does in psalm 73 and we're going to get after it in just a minute but the most important thing that lisa's about to tell us is that you can start today hey are you ready to change your life if the answer is yes there's only one rule you have to change your mind first and my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. 
please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Okay, let's get right into it. Psalm 73. I want to start in verse 3, and I want to share with you an example of self-brain surgery. Now, this this topic that we were introduced in the in the book, Hope is the First Dose. Of course, we talk about self-brain surgery around here all the time. From a biblical standpoint, Romans 12, 2 says, don't be conformed. Don't be conformed anymore to how the world wants you to think. Don't be conformed, but rather be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So this is how you change your life. You stop letting experience, feeling, emotion, other people, circumstances tell you how you're going to feel and think about your own life. And instead, you let the Holy Spirit, you let your God, you let your your own decisions about what you're going to think about transform your life. You're not stuck with the brain that you have. Okay, we're going to talk a lot more about that in my next book and in coming podcast episodes over the next year or so. But I want to give you Psalm 73, and I just want to show you one thing this morning. So Asaph starting in verse 3, and I'll tell you why I'm starting in verse 3 in just a second, but here he is, and he's thinking back on a previous time when he had some trouble. Here's what he said, for I envied, past tense, right, for I envied the proud. When I saw them prosper despite their wickedness, they seem to live such painless lives. Their bodies are so healthy and strong. This is Instagram, right? This is the news on 2023. You're seeing all these people who don't seem to be you know, good people, honest people, uh, noble people, faithful people, they're prospering, right? You see them on Instagram, you see the news, you see celebrities, you see all these people who don't, they seem to be wicked by your standards, but they're prospering. And Asaph is frustrated by that. For I envied the proud when I saw them prosper despite their wickedness. They lived painless lives. Their bodies are so healthy and strong. They don't have troubles like other people. They're not plagued with problems like everyone else. They wear pride like a jeweled necklace and clothe themselves with cruelty. They have everything their hearts could ever wish for. They scoff and speak only evil. In their pride, they seem to crush others. They boast against the very heavens, and their words strut throughout the earth. Listen to that. He's down in this rabbit hole of envy, and he gets into a bad mood. Now, one thing I want to point out, or two things. One, he's in past tense, which means he's thinking back to a previous time when he was envying these people that seemed to not have any trouble. So he's in past tense. He's remembering. And from just what I read you, it seems like he's in a foul mood here, but he's remembering a previous time when he did that, okay? The other thing is, it's important to understand in verse 4, he said, they seem to live such painless lives. He's projecting onto these people that they have it all going for them and that they don't have any troubles. Well, we know the truth. If you really think about it, nobody has a painless life. And sometimes the reason people are acting the way they do is to project that their life is better than it really is. And that's an important lesson to remember from social media, okay? People project a perfect life. They don't really have one, right? So anyway, here's Asaph. He's in past tense. I'm envied the proud. And he goes through all this thing. Their words strut throughout the earth. He's in this rabbit hole. He's envious. He's in a bad mood. He's recognizing that the other faithful people around him are also confused and looking for answers. This is important. Asaph's the boss. He's in charge. And he recognizes that other people around him, the good folks, are also struggling. They're also frustrated. They're confused. They're looking for answers. Look at verse 10. And so the people are dismayed and confused. 
drinking in all their words. What does God know, they ask. Does the Most High even know what's happening? See, people are listening and they're watching and they're looking and they're getting frustrated and they're saying, where's God in all this? What's happened to our society? What's going on with our government? What's going on with the world? Where's God? People are crying out. And Asaph sees this and he's thinking about it. Look at verse 12. Look at all these wicked people enjoying a life of ease while their riches multiply. Have you ever felt that way? Now, I want to point something out. I told you I started in verse 3 purposefully, and I did. But let's look look back at verse 2. Verse 2 tells us that Asaph is actually remembering a time in the past when he felt this way and what it almost did to him. See, what happens is when you think about other people's lives and you compare yourself to them and you stop letting God be the one to tell you what your life ought to look like, then you can get yourself in trouble. And Asaph recognizes, wisely recognizing what this almost did to him. Verse 2, but as for me, I almost lost my footing. My feet were slipping and I was almost gone. He's recognizing that at this particular moment in the past, he nearly lost everything because he was so wrapped up and worrying where God was and what other people were doing. He says that this time of worrying about other people's success, despite the bad behavior, almost caused him to fall. And then he tells us how he almost fell. What would have happened to him if he'd given in to the feeling, remember feelings aren't facts, and if he had said those things aloud to the people around him who were looking to him for answers. If you're a parent or a spouse or a boss and you are frustrated by these things and you see the people around you are also frustrated, it's so easy to commiserate. It's so easy to say, wow, everything's terrible. Look how horrible life is right now. Well, you know, look at these terrible people on the other side of the political aisle. Look at these people over here. And it would be easy to grouse and gripe and complain. But guess what? When you do that, other people around you are influenced as well. And Asaph says something important here. He says that this time of worrying about other people's success almost caused him to fall. He tells us how he almost fell and what would have happened if he had given in to that feeling and said these things aloud. Look at verse 13. Did I keep my heart pure for nothing? Did I keep myself innocent for no reason? I get nothing but trouble all day long. Every morning brings me pain. So he's, he's saying, what if I had said this to these people? In verse 15, if I had really spoken this way to others, I would have been a traitor to God's people. He says, if I had said these things I was feeling out loud, I would have hurt God's image in the eyes of these other people. I would have misled people. I would have led people astray. I would have hurt the people I'm responsible for if I had said these bad feelings out loud. But what he did instead is verse 17. And this is the part I brought this to you for today. Verse 17, instead of saying it out loud, instead of giving into feelings, instead of forgetting that feelings aren't facts, instead, he did some self-brain surgery. Look at verse 17. Then I went into your sanctuary, O God, and I finally understood the destiny of the wicked. Truly, you put them on a slippery path and send them sliding over the cliff to destruction. In an instant, they are destroyed, completely swept away by your terrors. When you arise, O Lord, You will laugh at their silly ideas as a person laughs at dreams in the morning. Then he diagnoses, he does the self-brain surgery biopsy procedure. He diagnoses the feelings and thoughts that he had been having. And he does a lousy attitude lobotomy right here in the middle of Psalm 73, verse 21. Then I realized that my heart was bitter. It was his heart that was struggling. 
and I was all torn up inside. I was so foolish and ignorant. I must have seemed like a senseless animal to you, God. He's saying in this time in the past when I got so wrapped up in comparing myself to others and wondering where you were and almost becoming a traitor against you by grousing and griping and complaining to other people, I must have seemed really silly. And then he does the transplant. He transplants better, truer thoughts using memory and movement to regain hope. Here's the memory, verse 23. Yet I still belong to you. You hold my right hand. He's telling himself truth here. He's identified the lousy attitude and he's substituting truth. Listen, verse 24. You guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. Whom have I in heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on earth. My health may fail and my spirit may grow weak, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. Those who desert him will be punished or you destroy those who abandon you. But as for me, how good it is to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my shelter. And here's the movement. So he's remembering. Now he's moving. And I will tell everyone about the wonderful things you do. Boom. Verse 28, he's gone from hopeless to hope using self-brain surgery. It's not a bad way to start the day, friend. Get yourself Psalm 73 and highlight the places where he's in a negative state of mind. Highlight the biopsy procedure. Highlight the transplant procedure. And highlight the memory and movement that leads Asaph back to hope. Spend some time in this passage and do some self-brain surgery for yourself. This will make a difference in your life. I promise you can't change your life until you change your mind, and ASAP showed us how to get it done. I'm going to play you a song at the end of this, my, one of my favorite Tommy Walker songs. I want to find my hope in you. That's what ASAP did here. I'm hopeless. I go to the sanctuary. I find God. I change my mind, and I change my life. I transform my thinking via self-brain surgery. And guess what else he did, friend? He started today. I want to find my hope. Wanna find my hope in you Not a hope this world claims to give I wanna find my hope in you I wanna find my joy in you wanna find Not a joy this world claims to give. I wanna find my joy. Heart wants more and more and more of you. 
Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.